as I've always said before too, very important. Whenever you do something new, whenever there's something new that you're going to do, no matter what it is, there's going to be a learning curve. And when it's a learning curve, you have to you have to understand that that's, it's going to come with whatever you're doing. The reason why I think you should never operate in a place of scarcity is because you don't ever want to move from where you are because you don't want to lose what you have. The link will be in the description below for that table you can see the table. Very beautiful table. podcast where you can see how we turn our life into a living my name is donovan gray and you can find us on instagram and youtube if you're not already listening to it on youtube my instagram is d-o-n-i-v-a-n-g-r-a-y and my beautiful girlfriend's instagram is anita burn a-n-e-t-a-b-u-r-n we have several different instagram pages <clears throat> you're probably asking why you got so many instagram pages let me explain to you why we have so many instagram pages because we're trying to get to that bag right so we have different projects some of the projects that we have are the bamboo food project we have the sports project we have the music project we also have the fitness project we have the clothing project and we have the bamboo project podcast which you are listening to right now you can find all of the different handles for those instagrams at the bottom in the description on youtube or the description uh what's the other one the, the description and the wherever you're streaming this at whatever audio place you're streaming this at something is on oh can you turn off the the uh, whatever that thing is called the air filter my instagram is the same as my twitter so you can find me on twitter at d-o-n-i-v-a-n-g-r oh that sounds so much better uh g-r-a-y um i'm doing consultations if you want to consult with me what happened Okay, uh, hit my DMs and we can get to you. Yeah, I know, listen, a lot of people probably have problems, right? And you're trying to figure out, you're trying to figure out how can I solve these problems? You know what you do? You DM Donovan Gray, D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. We can help you solve those problems, whether it be money problems, whether it be girl problems, you have confidence problems, hit me up. I got answers. So today is what? August 25th, 5.46 p.m. See that bag out the window? It's gone. So uh, if anybody who has listened to the podcast before today, you will see that we are starting the podcast probably the latest, might be a record for the latest we have ever started a podcast. It is damn near 6 p.m. right now. Okay, the podcast is supposed to start at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. It's starting right now at six, uh, basically six o'clock. Um, oh, one thing I forgot to tell you guys. So we have timestamps because sometimes this podcast can run a little bit long. It can be three hours, you know, something like that. Sometimes I've gone over three hours, which is kind of crazy. Um, it becomes a whole hassle trying to upload that. But if you don't want to watch the whole podcast, because some people, you know, you don't want to hear all the good information I have, which I understand. You, you know, this this day and age we have now, everybody's like, oh, I don't want to hear. It. I can't sit down, sit to something for three hours. I don't have the time. Well, listen, Donovan got you. I got. I, I was thinking about y'all. So what I did was I put the timestamps of this video in the description, so you can go and click to watch what you want to see. You might see a clip on YouTube. You might see a clip on Twitter or Instagram. Lee, I want to see that. You go to the description. You look for the timestamp that correlates to whatever you want to see, and boom, there you go. Click on that, watch that clip, and you're good. So Melissa, can you scroll down? Um, 
so we have several different uh what you call those segments to this podcast okay so one one segment of the podcast is called the agenda right we have the life update we also have the episode playback we have donovan's questions and we have i think that's it so it's four yes life update the agenda the uh what is the other one can you put that actually can you put that up there too put uh put Oh, scroll up. Oh, not that much. Not that much. Right there, we'll say date and time. Under that, can you write the four different segments of the podcast? Um, so people who are new to the podcast, what you're watching us do is I'm going to become a billionaire, right? And I just want people to see how I do it and where I start from. Because I always think it would be cool to actually see somebody become a billionaire. Um, so this is how it looks. Regular. I'm starting off regular. I'm not rich. I don't have any money, um, but I'm going to get some money. I'm going to get me to get that back. And I actually have some interesting news for the listeners who have been listening to my podcast for a while now. I got some good news. Um, um, but like I said, as we go along, you'll see us kind of updating and tweaking different things here and there because you don't really see. It's almost like growing, right? Nobody really knows that they're growing when they sleep in or growing overnight. You don't really see those things. But one day you look up and you're five feet ten. Next thing you know, you're six feet three. Next thing you know, you're six nine. You're like, how did I get here? That's this is how it looks. So right now, I am updating the show notes so that the next podcast, when I actually read the different segments, I have all of the segments right there in front of me. Um, so we have today's agenda, which would be life update, episode playback. Okay. Okay. So right. So what I want to start doing is I want to start doing this. I want to have. I want to say the agenda for the podcast before we actually start. And the last couple of podcasts have been a little bit different in the sense that we have been doing something called decoding alkaline food, which is the diet that we have, the bamboo project underscore food. You can go check that out. A lot of great information on there about food and why we eat what we eat and why it's healthy for you and the misconceptions about food. Um, <clears throat> so what was I getting at? Um uh, what was I saying? Life update. Oh, right. So I want to have it so that I say what the agenda is. But we've only been really talking. We've only been having one agenda lately. So this doesn't really apply as much to this podcast as a, probably the next couple podcasts coming up. But the next part, then I would say what the different segments are. So the, the different segments would be life update, episode playback, Donovan's questions, and then actual topics. When I get into what we're talking about for the day. So, as I said before, today's agenda is decoding alkaline food. Melissa, can you scroll down? And the life update. So, I got a couple things on the life update because I feel like it's been a very interesting week. I had a couple of things that I feel like I wanted to address. Um, things that I feel like in my life are kind of changing. And just things I've noticed within myself. Um, so, I feel like I've been fucking up. Uh, I wasn't, I'm not really sure why, like for the last couple of podcasts, even with this one, this one's a little different, but definitely the last three, I feel like I haven't been as, uh, on point with the way I should be with this. I should haven't been as, um, punctual with the podcast. I also haven't been posting the clips I was supposed to be posting on Twitter with the podcast, um, and different things like that. So I've still been able to get the podcast out every week. But I feel like the the next step of that I haven't been doing. So right now, pretty much we'll be doing the bare bin. I'm maintaining, as you know, for the podcast, one of our monikers is maintain and grow. If you want to get good or better at something, you want to become great at something, you have to maintain what you're doing 
and then build and grow on top of that. That's how a plant grows. That's how the bamboo project is going to grow. You're going to see us maintain what we're doing now. Once we get to a point where it's maintained, then we go, okay, boom, let's build on top of that. Let's grow from there. So lately I've been maintaining what I've been doing. So by maintaining, I would that means that I have been doing a podcast, getting up, doing it, uh, setting up, doing the thumbnails. And uh, I've been doing a podcast, coming up with information for the podcast, things like that. But as far as growing, the next step would be having it come out at, at starting at 10 and have been able to edit the, the whole podcast in the morning, not the morning, being able to finish the whole podcast in the morning. And then after that, I would be able to go and edit it that day and then have it up by Wednesday and then have the video out by Friday. So the last couple of weeks, the video has been coming out Saturday, it's been coming out late Friday and there's different things coming because I've always said before too, very important. Whenever you do something new, whenever there's something new that you're going to do, no matter what it is, there's going to be a learning curve. And when there's a learning curve, you have to you have to understand that it's going to come with whatever you're doing. So as I'm uploading videos for the last couple of weeks, I've been having issues trying to get the videos up on YouTube. Different things keep coming up. So if I had planned better for it, for example, if I had had the videos ready and done on Tuesday, if I tried uploading them up on Tuesday, then I can be able to fix the problem. So it's ready by Friday. But I've been trying to upload the videos on Friday after work. I get home. They're not working. I'm trying to upload them in the morning, not going up. Things keep coming up. I keep running through problems. So if I have everything done early, I'll be able to have those things out by Friday, which is what I want. And then, excuse me, on top of that, I have to do the videos and the clips. I feel like I haven't been really getting clips for different reasons. One, I feel like the clips for the last two podcasts haven't been as concise and as entertaining as I want them to be or as valuable. And for me, valuable means that it's information I can give to somebody else and they can then use that information in their regular everyday life. And I feel like the way that I was talking about the things on the last two podcasts, it's easy for me to understand them. But I feel like when I'm talking to somebody else or trying to com uh, communicate what I'm saying to somebody else, it's not as digestible for them. So I really want. What is that? That's the time. I really I really want. um like I said, I'm, I'm working on trying to get information to be digestible so it's easy for people to, uh, I guess, remember it. Um, so I've been trying to work on that. But because of that, having a lot of clips coming out on Twitter, having been putting a lot of clips on Instagram or on the podcast page, I've been putting some up, but not as much as I want. I want to be able to put up five or more clips a week from the podcast. That's my goal. Um, and then I, I share it, have it on Twitter. Then I put it on YouTube. Not YouTube, I have it on Twitter, then I put it on Instagram, then I'll share it from the Instagram podcast page to my personal page, and so on and so forth. Like I said, I want to build on what I'm doing right now, because I can't, a lot of people don't have both. You're either maintaining and or you're growing. People don't have both of those things, and I think that's why like a lot of people get caught up. And for example, so let's say somebody wants to grow, right? You'll see this where somebody's trying to do a lot of different things, and it's like, okay, I want to get better at this, I want to get better at that, I want to get better at this. And it's like, okay, you're trying to do new things, but you still have not actually learned and maintained what you were already doing before. So the foundation is going to keep breaking because you didn't actually build a solid foundation. You're not going back and maintaining that foundation. I can equate it back to my bike. So if my bike is, uh, let's say my bike has some problems with it, right? Let's say maybe the wheels, let's go with the tires. The tires are not are very old tires, right? So I'm trying to make more money. I'm trying to go out and work more, but I've never replaced my tires. I'm trying to grow as a person, 
by making more money, but I have not maintained my bike by changing the tires and getting new brake pads and things like that. So when you don't change those little things, they start to pile up. And when they pile up, then it becomes a large, in my, this is what I, a, a term I use for, it's called debt. It becomes a large debt and you have to pay that off. So every time that you, just, you, you put it to the side, every time that you don't take care of the things you're supposed to take care of, the interest builds up. That debt builds up over and over and over again. And at some point, you have to pay it back. Now, depending on how long you push that off for, the debt or tax or interest won't be as big. But if you don't do it, let's say you decide, you know what? I'm going to hold this off for a month, two months, three months. Then what happened? What? I don't need water. So the longer that you push those things off for, and it starts to pile up, then you start having a problem. So you don't want to have a situation where you're pushing these things off for a long period of time because then the problem will become bigger and bigger. And then when you have to actually address that problem, it's going to be so insurmountable that you're going to be like, damn, how did I get here? And then what's really going to happen is you're not going to want to address it, one. Or two, it's going to be something that's so big that it sets you back further than all the progress you made by trying to grow very fast. Um, so... But yeah, so that's how that is. And that's why I want to start to maintain more and then build on top of that by growing with the podcast. Um, so another thing I feel like I've kind of suffered from is uh, analysis paralysis. Right. And if you never heard that term before, it is something that happens when people overthink a situation. So think about this. You're going down the street and you have a crossroads. You have a left and you have a right. Now you start, you sit there at the corner and you think to yourself, okay, if I go left, uh, I can get there by 3.30, but if I go right, I can get there by 3.15, but that's only if the bus is there by the time I get there. If it's not there, I'll be there by 4.45 and that's too late. But if I go to the left, there's a possibility that my friend might see me and if we start talking, I'm going to be late to that. But if I cannot go down the block that he lives on and go behind his house, then I can avoid him. But if I go the other way, if I make a right, then if I catch the bus at 3.15, I have to hope there's no traffic. But I always know that there's traffic on the highway, but today is Tuesday and you know what happens? You don't move. You stay on that same corner and you never actually move past where you're trying to go. That's a that's an example of analysis paralysis It's where you're trying to analyze a, situ- a situation so much. You never decide to do anything. Um, and I feel like I suffer from that sometimes. And there's a guy named uh, I forgot his exact. Oh, Dave Dan Pena. They call him the 50 billion dollar man. And he talks about this. He has a class where uh, I guess he teaches people how to make money and things like that. And he said that people who come to his class who are really dumb normally don't suffer from that analysis paralysis. It usually only comes from people who are educated and very smart. And I think that that happens because you know so much that you're trying to weigh all your options. So you never actually do anything. And people who are dumb and don't have a, uh, uh, who don't have that education just don't, they don't think about things that could possibly happen so they make more decisions now i think for me it's trying to find the best balance uh to decide okay should i do this thing or should i not do this thing um so i feel like i've been kind of stagnant in the last couple of weeks because i've been trying to two reasons one reason i feel like i've been stagnant is because i feel that when i'm i'm, I'm operating in a place of scarcity right now, the reason why I think you should never operate in a place of scarcity is because you you don't ever want to move from where you are because you don't want to lose what you have. 
So because I haven't been working as much, I'm like, okay, I don't want to buy anything. I don't want to spend any money. I don't really want to do anything because what if something bad happens to me? What if I, what if my bike blows up or what if I get evicted or what if I owe somebody money and I have to pay them back? If any of these things happen, you go, okay, I don't want to spend any money on anything that could possibly help me because something bad might happen to me. And this is usually something that happens in the poor community. They usually address situations like this by thinking, okay, if I don't spend any money, I have money prepared for when something bad happens to me. So every time they save money, they're thinking, okay, something bad is going to happen to me. I want to make sure I have money for it. But they never actually invest that money. They're just saving it to at some point use it. And if you want to apply, you know, uh, what is the interest to that, then you, you're you technically losing purchasing power of things going down the line. But you, not interest, inflation. But, you know, that's an old podcast. We talked about that before, why inflation be fucking people up. Um, what episode is that? Can you look that up? It's inflation has money with me with the dollar bill. Um, so that's uh that's one thing. It was what did I say it was? It was me uh, oh operating in a place of scarcity. That was one thing that I feel like is the problem. Um and then uh what was the other one? Operating in a place of scarcity and what was the other thing I felt like I was going through? I think they kind of all tie in together because operating from a place of scarcity means I don't want to do anything. I don't want to spend any money. So I decide to just not move at all. Um, and I think that, like I said, that, that when you when you don't spend money to invest in yourself or to invest at all, the money is going to run out somehow. And it, even if you build up money, you're going to spend it because you're going to think something bad happens to you. Um, and you're going to be like, OK, you know what? I have all this money saved up. I can finally, and then let me not say that. You're going to say, I have all this money saved up. And then when that problem finally comes, you're going to be like, ha ha, I knew it. I knew something bad was going to happen. I had the money for it. And then you give all the money away to the problem instead of actually trying to invest the money. Um, so for me, the last couple of weeks, like I said, I feel like I've been stagnant because of that. I didn't really want to spend any of the money that I have because I wanted my bike to get fixed because my bike hasn't been working for three weeks. I haven't, I have, not three weeks, almost two months. And I haven't really been able to work. Whew. So I'm just kind of like, bro, it's, it's just it just it just kind of stressful when you think about it, because it's just it just sucks because it's like I've been working three months, two months. I've been trying to go to work. Bike keeps breaking down. It's broken down again. which I'm going to get to in a second. And you just start going, you know what? This is this is kind of fucked up um, because I, you think I feel like I'm trying to do the work I'm supposed to be doing. And then I have these problems. So for me, I feel like, okay, I'm doing something wrong. I need to figure out what can I, what am I doing that is, that it keeps putting me in the same situation. There was, you know, the book, the Goosebumps books where they have, a, they have a, uh, I guess a part of the book where you choose your own ending. And every time you get to like page 22 at the bottom, it would say, if you want to jump in the coffin, turn it page 46. But if you want to run down the hallway, go to page 11. And I feel like whenever I get to that crossroad, I keep choosing the same thing. But I have to figure out what decision am I making at the crossroad that keeps putting me back in the same spot. Um, and like I said, I think it's a it's a it's a uh, it's uh, between anal analysis paralysis, and I think it's between operating from a place of scarcity. I think both of those things are causing me to become stagnant. Uh, so to get out of that, I decide, okay, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna spend money because as I talked about before in this podcast which I kind of veered away from is having zero dollars in your account. Um, because 
I feel as though money is supposed to be a it's supposed to be a currency. And a currency is like electricity. It's a current. It has to keep moving and flowing throughout the economy and flowing throughout your bank account, things like that. I think that the problem is we try to hold on to it. And funny enough, I'm pretty sure if you hold on to electricity, that's going if you if you have electricity building up somewhere, I'm pretty sure it's going to explode. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. I think I don't remember. Um, so what happened? Okay, episode 18 for me talking about inflation. Um, so what I was talking about was currency, which is I feel like I want I have to spend my money. And it's not in a way that I think most people think about spending money. For me, when I spend my money, I want to spend it and invest it so that it makes me more money and keep that cycle going. So I want my circle of money to become bigger. Um, so it's if I send a dollar out, I want to bring back two dollars. If I send out two dollars, I want to bring back three dollars. If I send out three dollars, I want to bring back six dollars and so on and so forth. So whenever I send the money out and it comes back, I want to be able to keep making me more money. I don't want to get a thousand dollars, spend a thousand dollars, and I don't have anything. To, I can't make any money from it, and I didn't actually improve my life to make me more money. That's what I want to spend my money on. But because, like I said, operate from a place of scarcity, you don't even want to invest in yourself. You don't want to spend any money at all, and that's what I was doing and suffering from. So I decided two things. First thing is I bought a table. I bought a very nice floating table, which you can see in the description below. It is eight hundred dollars. Well, it's not eight hundred dollars. It is $499 for a small version, and the large version of the table is $800. That's the one I got. It's actually $800. Actually, it's $799, but with taxes, $870. It's a very nice floating table. It's handcrafted. It's a beautiful table. Description is in uh, the, the the link will be in the description below for that table if you want to see this table. Very beautiful table. Is this the table? What? What did I say? Huh? What did I say? You say you have something in mind. Or you say you know what, what table you want. You didn't tell me you bought the table. You didn't ask me if I bought a table. I feel like when I asked you. You didn't say, Don, did you buy a table? If you did, I would have said I yes. I didn't know that you bought a table, so why would I ask that? Well, I would have told you if you didn't ask me. You didn't ask me. You didn't say, hey, Don, did you buy a table? You didn't, so I didn't tell you. So I bought a table because for a couple of reasons I bought this table, right? One, it was something that I had to do. Okay, I'm going to break down the process of how I ended up buying this uh, $900 table, right? So basically, as I said out loud, this shit sounds insane. But the reason why I bought this table, right? I'm sitting in the living room of my studio. So technically the bedroom and also the kitchen and the dining room at the same time. I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I feel like I can't, I feel stuck. And I'm like, I don't like feeling stuck. I feel like I'm kind of being repetitive and redundant, and I don't know why I feel like this. I'm like, I need to get out of this rut. So I'm looking around, and I'm like, I don't feel like moving. One reason I don't feel like moving is when the house is a mess, I, it makes me not want to move because everywhere I look, it's just a mess. It's disorganized, and I, I hate like living like that. So I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm like, I need to clean up. I need to just clean up the space, and then that will, I think that will help me to be able to, I guess, function or be able to get my, just express my, I, I feel like if my environment is enclosed, then my brain will be enclosed too. And I feel like if I can open up the space that I'm living in and clean it up, then my brain will be able to flow a lot better. So I decided, okay, I need to just start cleaning up. So I started cleaning up. I started cleaning up the kitchen and living room slash dining room slash kitchen slash dining room slash living room slash workspace slash studio, everything. 
yeah, sewing room, everything, uh, photography room. I start cleaning up all of that stuff, right? TV room. And I'm just like, okay, I got to sweep. I just, I just got to clean up because I can't keep turning my head. Everywhere I turn my head, it's just a mess. It's going to drive me crazy. And all I want to do is stay in my bed because if I stay in my bed, I don't have to see the mess. I could just stay here and not see the mess. If I go to work, I come home, I go to bed, I don't see the mess. I just lay in the bed and I'm fine. So as I'm doing that, I'm like, I need this to be more organized. I'm like, why is this not organized? What what is something is is blocking the 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 flow of organization here. I need to figure out what that is. So I'm like, okay, one of the problems is that everything that we do has to be done on the table. And the table is what we use to eat on. It's kind of like a it's a it's an, a rolling island. Um, very nice uh, 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 amenity for your apartment if you want to uh, conserve space. It is an island with wheels. You can move it around, things like that. It's for storage and it's beautiful, right? Um, good for pictures too. So I'm like, nah, I got to figure out a way to 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 utilize the space better. I have to figure out a way to open up the space more because everything we eat on the table, we work on the table, both of the laptops are on the table, the table's underneath the television, which is a 55 inch TV. So it's, it's, it's weird. And it's weird because we're sitting directly under the TV when we eat or work. So it's kind of hard to watch the TV and things like that. Um, so I'm like, okay, I think we need another table. And I'm like, okay, I could just buy a really cheap table, but I'm like, I had a table in mind that I wanted for a couple of months. I'm like, I know a table I want. This is the one I want to get. I should just get it. And I'm like, you have the money to get it. And the reason I have the money to get it is because this is the money that I have in my other account that I had talked about before, which was just an account that I didn't want to spend any money on, which you guys have heard me say before. Like, oh, I don't want to touch that account. I don't want to touch it. But at this point, I've had to spend that money for different things because I haven't been able to work still. So I'm like, listen, the worst that will happen is you will lose all the money in that account and you have to work for it back again. That's the worst thing that could possibly happen. But I'm like, if you spend the money properly, then you'll make money off of the money that you're spending. But having the money sit there and hoping that nothing bad happens and if something does bad, something bad does happen, you have money to pay for it, is not the way I should be going. I should be going in the direction where I'm going to spend this money wisely so that when I spend it, it comes back with more money to give me. And I decide, okay, you know what? If I get this table, it allows us another workspace. And then if we can have more workspace, she can work. I can work at the same time. We're not overcrowding each other in that space. Because this the table is small. It's not small. We can both work on it. But I think that it allows us to have more freedom to move around if we have two different tables. Um, also, I think it's better for storage in terms of where you want to put different things at. It allows the house to have more of an organization because now we have another desk, the desk that we can put things on as opposed to putting things on a window seal. We can't even really put things on the desk that we, on the island that we have. Now, it's not even a desk, it's an island. So we can't really put things on it that aren't the laptop or food because there's not enough space for that. So if we get a desk, an extra large desk, which I believe is 52 inches long, uh, which is uh, like about almost uh, four feet long. Uh, it's a nice size table. Um, so uh, I'm like, okay, if we put that here, we can I, we can get up and work at the same time. And on top of that, I feel like it allows us to be in a work mindset when we're sitting at the table. So when we sit down at the table, we're like, okay, I'm working right now. It's not facing the television. It's like, okay, I'm in work mode. I can get more things done. So it is a productive purchase. However, I like nice things, so I decide I'm going to give me a nice table because according to Melissa's uh, entanglement, I don't like to buy nice things. So I got me a $900 table because I like to buy nice things. So I bought me a table. Um, what? what was that? Your entanglement. Entanglement. Wasn't there a song called Entanglement? 
Um, so what episode is that where we talk about how this guy says that I'm broke? I'm a broke bitch because <laughs> what he said. He didn't say that. Oh well, I mean, you know, he said I'm. He said that he insinuated that I don't have no money because I don't like to buy uh, Gucci underwear or Versace socks or some shit. Um, so so yeah, so I bought that table. Um, and then, like I said, so I'm like, okay, I got to figure out what else can I do? So I decided, I've been talking about this too, the real estate course. I purchased that real estate course. That real estate course was a $1,997. So I bought that because I'm like, okay, I need to figure out a way to not have to work. I, I, my, the whole thing about the rat race is you working for your money. And I talked about this before. There's a game, which I will also put in, oh, take not subscribers again. I will also put. Wow. I will also put that description below. It's called Richard Dad Poor Dad. It's a game. It's free. You can go online. You can play the game. One of the things about the game that taught me is that you can borrow a lot of money, right? In the game, I tried to I tried a method of borrowing a whole bunch of money, like millions of dollars, to try and win the game. And it's funny because you have to pay a like let's say ten percent uh interest rate. Bro, I found out how, I'm allergic to my cat too, by the way. Which is fucking crazy. Well, you just cat here on it's cat here everywhere. So I'm gonna get to that too. Cause like I said, things have just been kind of funky lately and it's kind of been bothering me. And you hear me sniffling because I have cat allergies, I guess, or something. Or maybe the cat is it's just it's fur everywhere in the air. Every time I inhale, every time I go to sleep, every time I eat, it's just fur everywhere. So we're gonna try and get that fixed also. Um but back to the real estate course I was talking about. So uh, I decided, you know what, I need to, f- I need to, no, not the real estate course, I'm talking about the game. If I invest uh, or borrow a million dollars in the game, you have to pay a 10% tax, right? And then, so that's a 10% tax on a million dollars, $100,000. Now, you have to keep paying that every time you roll, I think it is. So even if, if you're not making money to compensate that, you're going to still be paying off the loan and then bad things still happen. You have a baby uh, in the game. And then you have something called downsizing where you have to give away half, you have to pay half of your expenses and things like that. And it taught me that borrowing and having money is not that important. You can have a lot of money, but if you don't know how to handle the money, you might as well have no money at all. Because a person has $10 million will be broke tomorrow if they don't know how to spend that money. They can go out and buy a bottle of agave for $10 million and they're going to be broke. But if you give somebody $1,000 and they can find a way to finesse that $1,000 into maybe let's say that they somehow pick, let's say they picked a stock that they knew. Let's say, I don't know how they would know this, but let's say they picked a stock that could grow a thousand percent in a year. Some crazy shit happens. Stock goes up 400%, 700%, something like that. They build on top of that thousand dollars, right? Now, or hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars would be a better number compared to the person who had $10 million. Now you just spent $10 million and you're broke. Now what you got to do is you have to go back out and you have to box again. You got to play basketball again. You got to go do something again to make that money back. I don't want to have to do that. I want to be able to just, uh, have the money invest it somewhere that gives me passive income that I don't actually have to go out and work for it. So then when I do that, it allows me to actually be creative and build things that I want to build without having to have the the problem of money hanging over my head. Um, so I, well, I bought the real estate course because I've one of the things that I've heard from the guy who started the course is that he has a property for every, what, is he, what does he always say in the, in the freaking thing? Uh, have a, something for every property you purchase. What? It's not that important. Uh, 
because he, he, he says it all the time. He says it for this exact reason, which is annoying. I hate people. He does this thing where he's like, have a property for everything that you per. It's some, it's some saying he keeps saying. Obviously, I don't remember it, so maybe it's not that good. But pretty much, it goes down. It, it boils down to this. If you want to go on vacation every month, right, or let's say every year, then you get a property that will pay you $1,000 every year for that vacation that you want to go on. If you are going to have rent for your house, you get a property that nets you the rent payment for the house that you're renting out right now that you're living in. That's what you want to do. So I want, I've said this before, I want to get at least four properties off the top of the top just four properties that will net me a thousand dollars each at least so that i can i do not have to go to work if i'm making four thousand dollars a month i will be okay with not going to work and then i can build the i can put all of my energy into what i need to put it into and then build on top of that but i need to get those properties first so that's why i have different businesses like the bamboo project and uh, i'm doing working on real estate and i'm gonna buy a uh, course on investing because like I said, I do owe my money to grow and I do not want to be bike riding and messaging and delivering food forever. For even for that, for I don't want to be doing this shit right now, honestly, but I'm working or I'm not, but, but I'm working currently now so that I don't have to keep doing that. Um, so yeah, so that is that. Um, what's, what's going on over here? So like I said, so I bought the real estate course and it's, is run by a, a ex cop. He's black. He is an interesting person. I feel like he tries to sell a lot. He seems like he's trying to be a motivational speaker, but it's not really his lane. And he's trying to oversell things. It's just kind of annoying. But he has information that I would like. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna sit through it and I'm gonna take notes. Come listen, I'm taking notes. I'm gonna take notes on what he's saying i'm gonna try to get me i'm gonna try to give me at least one property i'm gonna get my foot in the game melissa has a friend that's in real estate i can learn something from her she can help us my uncle's in real estate he can help us um and i'm my uncle and my aunts own a property in harlem so if they have any information i can probably look into that so like i said it's just different things that i'm going to try and use my resources to make sure that i do not have to work like you know poor people I refuse to be out here working while everybody else is just chilling back, getting paid. Not I. Um, so that's that. Uh, one thing I, what I talked about. Uh, oh, yes. So I think this probably re refers to Instagram and social media in the sense that the problem with watching other people is that you don't work on yourself. And I feel like that happens a lot through uh like even if I'm watching podcast, anytime I'm watching a podcast, that is technically less time I'm spending on a podcast for myself. Um, if I'm on YouTube, if I'm anything like that. So it would be, I think it would be un, unconscionable to spend 100% of your time on only yourself. I think that anybody that does do that, though, would come up with an amazing product because they don't have any influence from anything else out there. So they, it would be something totally new that nobody else has ever seen before because this person has all the inspiration, I believe, from themselves. So they would not be able to whenever you see it, you'd be like, I don't know what that is. I've never seen anything like that. It's crazy because that person got those images or they, got, they created that product from a thought that they had that's 100 percent independently their own. Um, so. You want to try and find uh, a middle ground there. You want to find a situation where you are 
looking at other, other people for inspiration for what you're doing, but also not letting it overtake your life where everything you say comes from somebody else. So I've been, you know, looking at YouTube people lately. And one thing I've noticed is that they, I feel like for the last, honestly, like a month, two months, the people that we watch on YouTube have, put, have been putting out some very trash content. Uh, I actually want to shout out Kelly Stamps because I feel like um, she was making some terrible videos for like, in my opinion, like two, three, like two, like two, uh, it's like three, I was, it might be like four videos, five videos. I was like, nah, this is trash. I don't know. Fuck, but this is not the Kelly Stamps I know. Like I, Kelly Stamps I know that I've seen, I've watched. This is not it. So uh, she put out a video, maybe like the last two videos, I think were more so up her alley. But then she's posted uh, something recently that she's going to actually stop doing sponsorship videos and things like that. So I'm happy to see that because I really I really like Kelly's content when she's doing what we know Kelly to do and to be. So, you know, I really I respect that. and I like that. Um, she's talking about not being on Instagram anymore because she feels like it's toxic and she feels like uh, YouTube is the least toxic app. So she's going to try staying on that. Um, but. Even with her, she hasn't been as consistent as she was before. Well, not before, but she just been putting out content that I didn't, I didn't really like too much. Um, among other people that we watched, uh, Pretty Boy XO was somebody that's not putting out quality content. Uh, I mean, I don't really watch him that much, but I've been looking, watching him lately only because he started to put out more content. And I know him from high school, so it was mod to God. I started watching him a little bit more. His, I feel like his quality is not very good either, but he's putting out uh, stuff. Just not high quality things. Um, this girl in Malia's face, her her content is really bad. I don't really have anything to say positive about her content anymore. It's, it's kind of just like it's nothing. It's not hitting. She don't talk. I don't feel like she does the things I know her to do, which was when she would kind of vent and talk about her life, things like that. So I'm not really rocking with her content like that. Um, De'Aaron and Ken are on vacation right now. But before that, they haven't really posted any content. But they get a pass because it's De'Aaron and Ken and... Listen, those are only black people. I, let me not say that. Those are two young black people who I think are doing something different. Like, you know, I, I respect what they're doing a lot and I fuck with their YouTube channel. So I like that. Um, and but even still with them, their content is not. Uh, it's cool to watch because I know them, but I feel like they're just kind of just, you know, they're like, ah, whatever, you know, we're already here. So, and it's not much to do because of the quarantine, but I, it's just, that's what I think when I see their content. But like I said, they get a pass because it's De'Aaron Ken. Uh, so, who else? That was, did anybody else we watched that I forgot? Yeah, so it's just a lot of that. So, and then we watch, you know, random stuff, people, stuff here and there. But at the end of the day, I just feel like people are not putting out the same quality content that they used to put out. And I think that uh, I've just been noticing this trend but as I noticed the trend, I started to realize that. Is that what's going on? You see all the bugs right outside? No, I'm looking at the smoke that's in front of the window. Go from where? I don't know. I think, I think the storm is probably coming. It's like garbage everywhere. Flying around. I can't tell if it's like about the rain or it's the clouds or whatever. But uh, but yeah, so. um, So yeah, but the reason I brought that up is because I started realizing that, okay. I'm watching them and I know they're not putting out good content. So, whew, lightning. So because of that, I'm like, okay, I need to make sure, I need to keep making sure that the content and the things I'm working on for myself are getting better. I just got to keep working on myself. But like I said, people get trapped up in watching people so much, they forget to actually work on themselves. Um, and I always equate it to, I always equate it to this, uh, this, 
is it a metaphor or analogy? Yes, analogy of if you have somebody who's a painter and they're on the ground and they're painting this beautiful piece of artwork and they're focused on their painting. They're just looking down and looking at, I want to, I want to be just like this. I want to be perfect. I want the hair to look like this. I want the background to look like that. They're just so focused on what they're doing. And as they're focused on what they're doing, it makes the project better because every second of the day is spent on making it better. But if they were in a competition with somebody, every second that they look up to to look at who's admiring them, they lose a second on making that project better. So if you add those seconds up over time, you have a day, you have a minute, you have an hour, you have 10 minutes, 10 hours, a whole day, a whole week of somebody who keeps looking up and go, oh, my God, everybody's looking at my artwork. Oh, my God. You guys like my artwork? Do you like my artwork? And it takes away from the actual art. So the person that's next to them who continues to paint the actual painting is going to keep making the artwork better. So for me, I want to try and focus as much as I can on what I'm doing because I know that when I finally do look up, people will see what I'm doing and I'll be able to enjoy that people will like what I do and I'll have a... a, a a piece of art that I think is worth looking at. Um, and this is something that I, I was in a book club recently, or I'm in a book club, a Zoom book club, Zoom book club. I don't read the book. I just pull up for the Zoom calls after they read the book. Um, it's called the, the Butterfly Tribe, I believe it's called. Um, and they were talking about, on Instagram, the Butterfly Tribe, the D-A, Butterfly Tribe, T-R-Y-B-E. Um, so... It's something I've just been thinking about is that black women are the most powerful people in the world, right? And when I say powerful, to me, I say that because power is anything that's the most powerful person in any situation is the person that has the thing that other people want. Um, And I believe that black women have the thing that other people want. Otherwise, they wouldn't be as oppressed. People wouldn't be trying to take it from them. So if you look at, you know, cultures where they try and hide women's feet and legs and arms and neck and stuff like that, I think that's because the men know that, okay, I can't control how I am towards you. So I need to oppress you because if I don't oppress you, then I don't have you have your your body in itself has so much control over me that I need to make sure that I don't even look at it. So for me not to look at it, I have to oppress you and I have to make sure that I block your body from being viewed by my eyes that's the only way that i can function because if i don't all i'm going to think about is having sex with you so i think that that makes the women powerful but people will think that okay you're actually powerful because people will think that the man is powerful because he has the ability to uh to cover the woman up but in actuality it's the woman that has the power because she has the power to make the woman to make the guy want her that bad that he has to cover her up so that he can actually function without looking at her um, but if the only, the only reason that it, it kind of offsets it is because men are physically stronger than women. So because of that, we have the ability to force a woman to dress a certain way or act a certain way. But I think on a deeper level, they have the power of us because we still want them more than they want us. Um, so, th- and it's funny because it came up in the, uh, in the, the book club where we we're talking about that. So I just wanted to say that. And like I said, I feel like. The most because another thing, too, is the most confident people that I've ever met or that I know of are people that really don't care about it. They're usually very nonchalant because they don't have to engage in the the very uh, uh, insecure behavior of trying to make sure that you think that they're better than you. They're like, OK, if you think like if you look at Kobe Bryant or LeBron, whatever the case might be, Kevin Durant, they're usually very smooth because it's like. 
I know you can't guard me. Like, I don't have to worry about anything because I'm like, you can't, you cannot guard me. I don't have to worry about money because I know I have, I don't have to worry about these things. So I'm not going to try and prove to you that I'm better than you because I already, it's, it's not a competition. I'm, I, you, you, it's, you just cannot stay in front of me. You can't guard me. You can't buy what I can buy, whatever the case might be, whatever you use as your metric for being great. The other person has no ability to actually uh, pass you. So I feel like because of that, that's what a confident person is. A confident person is usually somebody that is very, very nonchalant. The opposite of that would be somebody who shows a beta male aggression, who was like, I want to, new term, by the way, I learned from the butterfly tribe. It's when you have somebody who wants to be seen as, oh my goodness, it's crazy outside. That's wild. You have somebody who wants to be seen as, can you turn that light on? That one. I feel like it's starting to get really dark on here. Does it hurt? Yes. Oh. Um. Yeah. I don't think I'm receiving like this. Yeah, that shit looks crazy. It was very heavy. Like somebody just opened up like the water. Um. So yeah, like I said, beta male aggression, the light, Melissa. Nah. The light, Melissa. Melissa, the light. This Melissa, the light. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I've never seen rain like that. Sheesh. Yeah. Um, like I said, because we're filming so late, it's like it's getting dark in here. So uh, Melissa's anxiety is not allowing her to hear what I'm talking. What no, she doesn't. She doesn't. This is, I'm taking an example of how Melissa works, right? When her anxiety kicks in, it's, it's literally a, the equivalent of her seeing a monster in front of her. And she can't see anything else but the monster. Like, that's literally it. Melissa, 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 huh? Melissa, I hear you, Melissa, Melissa, huh? Yeah, Melissa, the light, the the light, the light that you were staring out the window. I said, turn the, you see, you were thinking and not turning the light on. You see, you saw a monster. No, I was thinking that because you shouldn't be. Okay, why did you say that? Because of the, you were looking outside. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You're not functioning. Like, you, you malfunctioning. I'm like, Melissa, what are you doing? You just... Uh, what time is on there? 49 minutes. Okay. So should I leave it? I could try to put it over there and see how it looks. So what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the beta male aggression thing, right? So... You'll have a situation where I believe that a, a non-confident man is a guy that wants to come and shake your hand super hard to show you how strong he is because he wants you to know that he's strong. But a person that's so strong, they don't they don't think about proving how strong they are because they already understand. Like, if I really wanted to break your hand, I could break your hand, but I don't have to do that to show you that I'm going to break. Like, you don't have to do that. A beta male aggression would be a situation where somebody wants to start screaming and yelling. Like, an example, another example of that would be if you see somebody outside talking about, yo, you want to fight? Yo, you want to fight? I'll, be, I'll fuck you up. No, I'll fuck you up. I'll beat your ass. I'll, I'm going to beat your ass. But nobody's ass getting beat. It's a bunch of people who are just looking at each other screaming. And one thing I always tell Melissa is that usually, well, this is for the most part, if I see two people on the street doing that, I don't ever think there's going to be an actual issue or a fight because both of them are trying to pretty much psych the other one out from actually having the fight. It's just two people posturing, trying to look, trying to be looked at as what an alpha male, what they believe an alpha male actually is. Um, so 
when it comes back to black women, I think that uh, it, this this is why they are oppressed the most because they have all of the power. They don't actually have to go and show it. And I feel that like one of the problems also is that they somehow they have somehow forgotten that this is a thing, or they have not learned that they have this kind of power. I don't really know how it works. I just think that it. I think that it exists. Um, and I think that's like I said. That's why they are so. That's why they're the most oppressed people at least here in the country that I live in America. Um, I think that's why that happens uh, because they are seen as a threat to other people. So because they are seen as a threat, people want to uh, get rid of that threat before people want to get, people want to remove that threat because it makes them feel insecure. But if I make you feel insecure by just existing, then I have more power than you. You want to have what I have. You want my, my confidence. But if I'm not doing anything and you're already insecure by me, then that just goes to show where you are at on a totem pole versus where I'm at on a totem pole. So I think that's just one theory that I've had that I feel like, uh, black women are the most powerful, uh, people. And like I said, it's not about strength in terms of power. It's about who has something other people want and who, is the the most oppressed like i said i feel like oppressed people are oppressed because they have the power um now uh also want people to just go check this out i saw on netflix there's a show called cuties it's i believe it's some wild shit i've seen it's uh supposed to be about 10 year old girls i didn't watch it i don't think it came out yet it's supposed to be about 10-year-old girls who are, draw- who are trying to join a twerk team. Um, and the poster of this uh, show on Netflix is a bunch of girls, 10-year-old girls wearing like uh, crop tops and booty shorts and having a stomach showing and legs out and doing all types of crazy uh, sexual poses in the poster. Um, now, if anybody knows, I believe that... Uh, this, it's funny too that this came out that I saw this because I think that pedophilia is going to be pushed very soon uh, in a sense where people try to normalize it. Um, I think one way they'll try to do it, think two ways, but one way for sure is that they'll try and say something like, well, uh, something similar to the homosexual transgender thing where it's like, okay, a transgender person was born to be the opposite gender or whatever gender they feel like being because now gender is not even male or female it's whatever you feel like being that day um i think that for pedophilia what will end up happening is that people will try and sympathize with the people who are pedophiles and say hey uh you know i have a disorder or i was born this way not, i didn't choose to want children and i think that the problem that they'll run into will be that they are they are preying on other kids However, I think what their argument to that will be is, well, what if the parent of the child is okay with me being in a relationship with them? Well, it should be okay then because she has consent or he has consent the child. The parent says it's okay and I want it. So it should be okay. I think that's going to happen. And I think that they have to, they're, they're sexualizing children at a younger age so that it's more acceptable and kids are more sexual so that the kids go, oh, okay, I'm cool with this. And once you have money, you can pretty much pay a lot of parents to have sex with their child. Like I'm pretty sure a lot of states in the mid, mid country are okay with that. And probably a lot, a lot of other places in the world too. Um, so I think that that's going to be coming soon, that it's going to be some type of, also with this whole, uh, what's that thing called? The, uh, the, the other people with like Epstein people, I think they also have a situation where they are 
uh, what is it happening? Some pedophile ring thing that they're talking about. So I think that that's another thing to look into. Um, another theory also talked about uh, the movies. I also think that when it comes to going to the movies, right? If the movies do come back in a, some type of capacities, I don't really see how they could. Uh, I don't think movies are canceled, canceled. I just think that they're going to just probably maybe they'll, maybe they'll roll them back for a while with the 33 percent thing or 50 percent capacity thing. And then you just go to the movies and you just go at, at, under capacity. And then in a year or two, you just be fine. I just don't know how if they could survive like that or how long they could survive like that. But what I do think could possibly happen is I think that going to the movies would be something considered like a luxury thing where it's like. Oh, you go you went to the movies to watch that? Yeah, bro, I paid three hundred dollars to go to the movies. Yo, you paid three hundred dollars to watch that new Marvel movie? It's like, yeah, I saw it in the movies. They had like they had a maid, not a maid. They had like a uh, uh, what you want to call it? They had a server come bring me stuff, and then they was like, because I think what they'll do is they're trying to turn the movies into a luxury area. And what I think they'll do is because it's under capacity, right? Let's say that they have to only have fifty percent capacity or thirty percent capacity. They can remove all those extra seats. And they can fill those extra seats with amenities for the person watching a movie. You could have, I don't know, anything you could think of that would be cool. You have a table to eat at, maybe a laptop to use. It'll be a different environment. It'll be more of a luxury thing to do when you go to the movies. As opposed to just, oh, I'm going to go check this movie out real quick and I'm going to leave. It'll be more than that. And like I said, I think they'll be marketing to people who have a whole lot of money where it's like, oh, yo, you. It's like buying new sneakers. Oh, you got the new Jordans? Bro, you saw the movie at the movie theaters? Oh, my God, you got money. And then when it happens, you'll have guys being like, yeah, come on, girl, let's go to the movies. You're going to pay $300 to go to the movies? Listen, I got That's nothing to me. I could do that. So I think that's what might end up happening to the movie theaters. Um, So there's that. And something that I've been researching lately is it's about the fourth dimension. Um, It is some weird, crazy... Con- if you even... Tr- you, your brain probably, I mean, I don't think anybody's brain can process it because it's, you've never, it's, it's almost impossible to understand. Um, but go just watch a video or two on some, on the fourth dimension on what it's supposed to be, and how it's supposed to work. Um, I just think it's kind of interesting and cool. My theory on the fourth dimension is that we can, let me give an example of what it's supposed to be. Uh, a line is one dimension, right? A two dimension will be your shadow, right? And then three dimensions, there are spatial dimensions. So it means how, where you can move in space and not in outer space, but like in a spatial area. Uh, three dimensions would be people. You can move up, down, uh, left, right. And I think maybe like back and forth, something like some shit like that. Um, and then the fourth dimension is some shit that allows you to see a person from every angle. So like it, think about how that works. Think about if I could look at you from where I'm at, but I'm able to see your front, your back, your side, all from looking at you from directly in front of you. Right, exactly. You can't even process that shit. Exactly. That's what I was trying to tell you before. It's just crazy. So I just think it's kind of interesting. So look that up. It's kind of cool shit to look at. Um, so that was it for life update. Oh, one more thing, life update. I was approved for uh, some money. Um, and... I am, like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to go to work, honestly. I'm trying to figure out how I can not go back to work or only work sporadically so that I don't have to donate uh, all of my time to a company like DoorDash because fuck them. Um, so I actually, right now, right at this very moment, at this very moment in time, 
if Melissa and I combine our money, we have enough money to put a down payment on the house, upwards of probably two hundred thousand dollars to four hundred thousand dollars. No, I mean depending on how we get a loan. You know, I was watching a real estate course. So if we honestly, if we got a, a hard money loan or FHA loan, we could probably put a down payment on a four hundred thousand dollar house. Um, if that's what we really want to do, but you know, like I said, we we go, like I said, we working right now. We got some shit. Melissa got a planner. Um, that's another thing too. I think we're going in the right direction because Melissa has an actual planner, and today was supposed to be uh, start a podcast really early because we were going to wake up at an earlier time. I think one reason that we have problems is because we don't wake up as early as we should or as we used to. Um, so I think that that is the first step in getting the podcast up and out by ten. AM is waking up at an earlier time because we used to wake up at 8, get ready to start the podcast. Now we wake up at like 9, 11, 2. Well, I'm lying. We wake up at no 2. But we wake up at like 9 30 and we stay in the bed and kind of lollygag until later in the day. Um, but like I said, we're trying to make moves. We're trying to make moves. We just got, I just, I just got approved for, for a loan and I want to see how I can finesse this into like not fumble. Like I don't want to fumble this back. I got to figure out, okay, sit down and process how am I going to not fumble this bag okay i'm trying to figure this out i'm trying to figure it out um so there's that uh i think i think that's it so i think that's it for the, for the life update for me so far um episode playback is part of segment two which is where i go back and i read or i talk about something i said in the last pocket that i either misspoke on or that i want to correct or add something that i said before so viagra was actually a drug for your heart and it was for any erectile dysfunction, which was coined. Oh, no, it was, it was a drug for your heart. Can you check that real quick? What was Viagra originally used for? I believe it was a heart drug. And the actual term, I heard it on a podcast, I believe it was with Joe Rogan, that erectile dysfunction is actually a term that was not coined by medical professionals. It was coined by a marketing team. The marketing team came up with the term erectile dysfunction to sell Viagra that was originally for your heart, but they found out that a side effect of it was making your dick hard. And funny enough, I think that it's when you understand pathology in the body, it makes more sense where you go, okay, if I'm fucking with how your blood is repositioning your body, if I can find a way to push it down to your penis, it's like, oh, okay, cool, makes your dick hard. But yeah, is that. So it was originally used to treat hypertension, which is, don't tell me, it is when you have. Whoa, first of all, that's not true. Hypertension is when you have, uh, when your blood flow is too high, right? Mm. I think that's when it's too high. I know what it's caused by. Yeah, it's caused by all the salt that you my don't salt. put in the food. My, my the salt that you don't put in it. Listen, I know I won't get that eating here because you don't put no salt in the food. So I'm going to worry about that. <laughs> I'll be fine. I might get the other, I might be the opposite of hypertension. What is it? Under tension? Lower tension? Because I'm not about to get hypertension. Lazy tension? What? What is hypertension? A condition in which the force of blood against the artery walls is too high. So right. Your blood is moving too fast. Uh, I feel like it's too much blood. It's moving too fast. You said fast? I feel like speed is not. Why would it move? The force of the blood against the artery walls. But what if it's just pushing out because it's so much? Okay, I can see what you mean. Yeah, and we're at tension. So I feel like it's too. I feel like the blood flow is increased. Oh, I think the blood flow is increased probably because your arteries are clogged. From shape shouldn't be eating, so it's trying to push oh, so more blood. Yeah, it has more yeah. Um, and I think that 
Uh, so they tried to, I, so I'm pretty sure it's like a blood thinner is the is the Viagra, which is why they always tell you, if you have a heart on for more than four hours, please go see a medical. Yes, because you're not supposed to be eat, you eating that shit for fucking dick pills. It's not supposed to be for that. It's something else. So if you have blood in your dick for too long, your heart is fucked up. That's what that means. Go to the hospital. Um, and what causes psoriasis? That was from the last episode too. Episode playback, I mean. Oh, it's a it's a condition in which skin cells build up and form scales and itchy dry patches. So it's supposed to be an immune disorder that causes basically a scaly rash in your skin. Okay. Oh, can you scroll down? I think. Oh, and I don't have Donna's question for this week. I feel like I did, but I don't. I, yeah, I feel like I had one. It probably was related to that pedophile thing, possibly. Uh, see if I got any Donald's questions I was thinking about. Oh, shit. I, I, that wasn't for you. That wasn't for you. Okay, she didn't hear me. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't think I had any Donald's questions this week. I feel like, I know, I feel like I wrote it down. Maybe it's in a different folder. Well, like I said, I don't have any this week. Um, I'll make sure that next week I definitely have that written down. Um, so, today's topics... Right now, we are going to be decoding alkaline food and why we eat what we eat. Three questions I want to uh, answer today, at least, as we go through the notes that I've taken on the Bamboo Project food, is what the fuck is the problem with broccoli? That's number one, right? Number two, how exactly do vitamins work, right? And what is each vitamin supposed to do? Yeah, like I was saying, I think I'm allergic to cats. So we're going to try and like, I want to get, I already brought, I bought a bag for the cat so I can transport her to and from the the grooming place. I also, um, Melissa, no, Melissa got a, what is that thing called? A vacuum. So a, like a, a high powered vacuum. Because the one we have in the house is not very high powered. I wanted a vacuum that can get fur up. Um, so there's that. So we got those two things and replacement air filters replacement air filters. I, said, I, I feel like i don't know if i'm allergic to cats or it's just so much hair that my body can't function like it's so it's everywhere like it's it's everywhere it's almost like if you were in a place full of dust like you're not allergic to dust but it's in your nose you got to get it out like you just can't have it all over the place you said what melissa wants me to be allergic to cats because she's a hater and sometimes when you have black women even though they're powerful they're still haters they be hating all crazy just because they could do that they be hating just Hater, hater. Somebody who never had an animal would tell me who well, I'm allergic to cats. You don't even know what allergic means. And I'm allergic to cats. Hater. You don't even know how histamine works. I know how histamine, histamine works. I know histamine works. And it's not working right now. What? Actually, okay. Before you get to this, I want to answer other three questions first. I want to go into the broccoli conversation. Okay. So, why I want to find out, we got to look that up. The problem with broccoli. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember exactly the reason. So can you do the Googles, Melissa Burnett? Yes, that would be nice. Oh, she really lit. I fuck with this girl named Alexia, underscore Alexia, right? Making $70,000 a month off Airbnb. She's 22-year-old. I think she's 22-year-old in uh in Atlanta, and she's black. I'm, trust me, I'm going to get on her course, too. Don't worry, I'm going to get to that bag, too. This is something okay. So I've been I've been talking about this for a, a while now, right? I've been trying, I've been trying to uh, not trying to. I have been saying that broccoli shouldn't be eaten, right? Now you're probably like, but Donovan, 
everybody told me I'm supposed to eat broccoli. Why are you now saying I shouldn't eat broccoli? Well, I'm going to tell you right now why I think you should not eat broccoli. Because, as I've said before, anything made by human beings are not, will not, and never will be perfect. Why is that? Because humans are inevitably imperfect. So they cannot make something that is perfect. So what that means is when they put these imperfect things in your body, it's going to cause imperfections. That's what's going to happen. You eat imperfect food, you have imperfections. That's a tweet. That should be on the bamboo food page. Eat imperfections. No, eat imperfect food, have imperfections or suffer from imperfections. Yeah, boom. If you do not want imperfections, do not eat imperfect food. There you go. So broccoli is made by human beings. Now, can you click on this link here? Uh, actually, before you click, I'm going to read it. It says, is broccoli a real vegetable? While there are many edible plants that can be foraged from the wild, like mushrooms, asparagus, and onions, among many others, broccoli is not one of them. Broccoli is a human invention. It was bred out of the wild cabbage plant. Now you can click on it. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Let me see. It was bred out of the wild cabbage plant, Bradisca olericaricia, some shit like that. It was cultivated to have a specific taste and flavor that was more palatable to people. Here is how that worked. Wild cabbage has small has small flower buds and is a biennial. That means it only flowers every other year. Now you know how humans, you know, we don't like fucking with that shit. We want we want our stuff now. We have Amazon Prime, we want it now. We want it yesterday. We don't have time to wait for stuff. That's not how we operate. We're we're very uh, impatient people or impatient beings. So, in a controlled environment, it can be forced to reproduce itself many times. When an offspring of the plant with larger, tastier buds grows, gardeners threw away the less tasty plant and started reproducing from that one. In future generations, there were further opportunities to get plants with larger, tastier buds. And other genes that make the process easier, such as plants that have a faster growing cycle, emerged. In selecting and reinforcing the traits enjoyed by more people, humans took wild cabbage and cultivated a new kind of plant altogether. That plant is called broccoli. So, like I said, oh. Oh. So, okay, the next sentence is Brasica olaricia. That's what we call, that's the, that is what actually, that's where broccoli comes from. That's the cabbage that they took broccoli from. Um, it says it is not just a source of broccoli. It's cultivars. I don't even know what that means. It says a word for plants that can only be produced via selective breeding. Can you Google that? Can you just Google the word cultivar? Because I don't, I don't understand the context. Okay, so I was trying to figure out if it was saying that a broccoli is a cultivar, or if it was saying that these things that come from it are cultivars. So it's it says uh, it's cultivars. We mean the broccoli's cultivars, which are, no. know what? That's not the broccoli's cultivars. Mm. Uh, bro the broccoli is one of the cultivars, as well as these other things that it's listed. Broccoli isn't just the source of broccoli. Okay, so all these other things are things that come from 
this cabbage plant, either all off breed, uh, inbred, crossbred uh, types of uh, plants. So some of these foods that, again, are imperfect, says broccoli, cauliflower, kohlrabi, never heard of that, kale, Brussels sprouts, and the cabbages found in grocery stores. Mm. Uh, is kale, we, kale is bad? It's not supposed to be. I guess it depends on what they do to it and how far removed it is from the natural plant. Is, can you Google what, what is a kale naturally? Is there like a kale plant? Which that means it's the closest thing to the original. Huh. It makes sense because if it's already if it's already something that's easy to grow and not really annoying, mm -hmm. I guess for them like harvesting wise and all that stuff, they don't have a real reason to um to not to, to fuck with it basically. So this is saying that kale is a nat is a GMO type food. Uh, and genetically modified doesn't have to mean necessarily. I guess I don't know if I call it in the lab, but anything that could be crossbred would be considered a uh, genetically modified organism or GMO. Can you make the screen bigger? Uh, I'll go up. I'm gonna read the first paragraph. So this says bad news for natural food lovers. Kale is actually a genetically modified food. According to Smithsonian, Smithsonian, Smithsonian Magazine, we've been genetically modifying a major, a majority of our food staples, including kale, for centuries, technically speaking. Smithsonian notes that ever since the introduction of agriculture, farmers have been genetically modifying plants and animals. And by genetically, by genetically modifying, I mean selectively breeding uh, plants and animals. So technically, very few of the foods we still eat are considered, quote, natural anymore. This is problematic. Feeling confused and perhaps conflicted over the matter, here are a few examples of surprisingly genetically modified foods you've probably eaten in the last 24 hours. Now, uh, the purpose of the diet that we have is to try and eat the foods that are the closest or if not completely natural, which means they are the way that they grow out the ground before anybody has tampered with them. One of the beliefs that I have when it comes to food that has been fucked with, modified, or tampered with is that they don't know why certain food tastes or why certain food is or looks the way that it does. Somebody may look at a fruit and go, oh, that fruit is red. I don't like it red. I like it green. I want to mix it with this green thing and make it green now. But they don't know. Maybe it was red for a reason. Maybe the red was produced by a certain chemical in the fruit. Maybe the red was produced to give off something when you eat it. Who knows? But I feel like the problem is that we are so, uh, I guess we just feel like we can just take things and recreate them and... This is what I'm looking for. I don't want to say pompous. But we did, we just think we're greater than we actually are. But here, um, so I'm going to read the list of some modified foods that are uh, on here. Can I say something? Mm -hmm. I think another uh, like a one thing that's really um that helps to identify what foods are uh, like natural or God made is whether or not it can grow in a lot, like whether or not it can grow without people's help. So mushrooms grow without anyone forcing mushrooms to grow. You'll find mushrooms in the forest. You'll find um, kalalu, something that grows on its own without anyone cultivating it. Um, uh, if you try to grow corn and not add any fertilizer or anything to the corn, it's not going to grow. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I feel like this article is kind of clickbaity-ish mm -hmm. because I think they're just saying, it's kind of like what we talked about, what processed foods are. 
mm-hmm. I feel like they're using the term very, 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 very vaguely so that they can be like, yeah, 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 you know, this is genetic, genetically modified mm-hmm. instead of um, to draw similarities to the to the impossible meat burgers and stuff like that that's actually heavily processed and genetically modified. Well, what do you say that they're doing? I feel like they, they're trying to group that into the same... Um, they're, I feel like they're trying to group it into the same category. Yeah, you were saying you're comparing. You were saying that they're trying to compare, it, or you think they're comparing it to um, like. They're trying to put it in, into the same category. I feel like, but I feel like um, it's not the same because one is definitely way more damaging to the body than others, mm-hmm. and I don't think if you put two plants together that gave favor favorable fruits, um, that taste really good, go. Bye, kitty. I don't think that that's um, the bad part of genetically modifying food. I think it's bad when you have a product like broccoli that is only supposed to sprout once every other year. And y'all like, mm, I don't like that. I'm going to find out a way to make it sprout as often as I wanted to. I'm going to find a way to make it, uh, make it uh, bigger flowers and all that stuff. I think that's more so, I guess, where the problem comes in. So why do you think that selective breeding is not the problem? Why do I think selective breeding is not the problem? Um, it's not that it's, I think if you overdo it, it becomes a problem. Mm. Because, because no matter what you do, because no matter what you do, those plants still have to meet in order to make new plants. So you can make it more favorable to you, sure, but once you start making something that's out of the realm of what it originally was, I think that's when the problem comes. When you say me, what do you mean? Because when I say make, I mean that like, I mean that there's a, I feel like there's a certain threshold um, for everything. M-A-T-E. Huh? Mate. Mate? Oh, because all plants have like female and male stuff mm-hmm. to them. And that's how they that's how they um they create new plants and stuff like that. Oh. Uh, so I want to see what the list is. So they said number one on the list is kale. Uh it is actually a distant relative of wild cabbage. And it says, how do we turn wild cabbage into kale? With mutation and selective breeding, of course, Smithsonian notes that after breeding a mutated variety of the cabbage with, quote, plants with desired genetic traits, kale was born. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, number two is grapefruits. A, re- a fruit recently made popular for its DTF properties. I don't even know what that means. Oh, my neck are actually a result of what happens when you cross an orange with a pomelo. That's what that means. I mean, sure. Oh, that's what... Okay. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, For DTF properties are actually the result of what happens when you cross an orange with a pomelo, literally. They came around in the 18th century, but the pink kind didn't show up until the 20th thanks to a color mutation. That's number two. 
Number three on this list says, did you know that wild, bitter almonds contain cyanide, as in poison? Mm -hmm. um, thanks to a mutation, the chemicals that produce cyanide were eliminated from the mix. According to Livestrong, the almonds we eat are naturally sweet almonds, a relative of bitter almonds that don't pose a risk. Oh, and yes, almonds of the bitter variety still exist, but fortunately, they're only used for oil, the process for which removes the poison. Keep going. It's only three. Okay, keep going. Back down to the bottom. Jeez. Okay. Well, okay, that's one of the reasons why I choose not to eat broccoli. It's, I mean, I try to stay away from things that could be genetically modified. Um, is it... I think it's possible to avoid all genetically modified foods. I think that it's at, at that extreme level, it will be very, very hard. Um, one of the reasons why I try to do it as much as I can now is because I believe that when they do these crossbreedings and they do these genetically modifying things and they decide on how they want to create a new food, I think that they leave things out and or and or add things that my body is not built for. Therefore, leaving my body having to deal with the repercussions of what they decide they want to make in the laboratory so because of that you end up with type, all types of different diseases and whatnot so i choose you know what i'd rather just not eat those things if i can avoid them um the next thing i want to talk about was vitamins and how vitamins are supposed to work last week can you pull it up on the on the googles uh i looked not last week well no last week i was looking it up no last week we were talking about vitamins mm-hmm and I wanted to know exactly how vitamins work. And I was talking about them in the sense of vitamins are a bridge to get minerals from your body. How uh, to get minerals from your food to your body. That's the purpose of vitamins. Um, I like how they say vitamins and minerals are considered essential nutrients, even though. Nobody asks about that. Somebody said, do vitamins actually do anything? So, like I said, this is my theory. I think that vitamins don't have a... I think that vitamins' purpose is to just transport the, the minerals in the food from these GMO genetically modified organisms into your body. I think they start, I think they start fucking with food. When they fuck with the food, they're like, okay, since we fucked, we have to figure out how can we now add something to cover up or to fix something that we already fucked up. Let's add some vitamins to it. That's my theory. So, um, can you Google what uh, is different vitamins? I'm curious, like uh, vitamins A, B, C, F, elemental P. I just want to see what they do, each one. And I want to see how many of them say they are supposed to actually uh, just transport stuff, uh, minerals from your food to your body. Because one of the premises behind the diet that we're on is that you want to eat foods that contain that are high in minerals that your body needs. Your body is made up of minerals and atoms, as we talked about three podcasts ago. That's what makes your whole body. That's what, that is the makeup of your whole body. So to replenish that, you have to eat the foods that have those things in it. Um, and according to Dr. Sabi, your, your body does not have vitamins in it. It has minerals, not vitamins. You don't need vitamins to make you better. 
so on and so forth. So since I'm going with that premise, I have to go, okay, uh, I have to, I'm trying to figure out what exactly was he talking about since, you know, he's not here anymore. Um, and I found a lot of different information about, like I said, about vitamins not actually doing, they're not, it's not that they're not helping you, it's that if you eat the right food, you don't need to take vitamins or worry about your vitamin intake. Okay, so this is vitamin A. Vitamin A, also known as retinol, has several important functions. These include helping your body's natural defense against illness and infection, work properly, helping vision in dim light. Can you click on that one? I'm curious. I feel like. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, fat soluble. Okay, yeah, can you click on that one? I'm trying to get this podcast done by two hours. What time is it? It's 7.17. We started at what? We started at 5.46. Yeah, it's about an hour and 30 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Hmm. I, I want to know how it does these things. Yeah, because like I said, I think it's important to know how things work as opposed to what they do. Because if you find out how vitamin A works, if I told you that vitamin A has to take minerals from your toe to give to your finger, you'd be like, wait a minute. Why why guy do that? I don't think I want that. I just want the vitamins. You said what? Where did we see that word recently? Well... You know it has carotenoids? Amaranth. Um, it's in the video. Okay. Um, and carotenoids come from, funny enough, um, that's what makes like stuff like carrots and um, like butternut squash uh, red or that orangish color. Mm. Oh, you feel protected? So vitamin A comes from two sources. Retinoids, such as retinol, are the vitamin A that comes from animal sources, animal sources such as liver, eggs, and dairy products, and are the most quickly usable types of vitamin. Car carotenoids, such as beta carotene, are the vitamin A that is found in plants such as carrots and dark green vegetables. So another thing I've been wondering too, because I guess I've been trying to figure this out. I'm wondering, because one thing I've also seen other than both vitamin A's with vitamin C, is that they are usually, and vitamin D, I believe, too, they are usually two different types of vitamins. Um, they have the vitamins that are in animals and the vitamins that are normally not in animals or in plants. And they usually seem to be different. And then they also have vitamins that usually are, that usually, but that are also made by human beings that they give. And I believe one of those was absorbic acid, exorbic acid, which is supposed to be vitamin C. Um... But yeah, so something that we eat on our diet is called amaranth. Uh, if you want to find out more information about that, you can go on the Bamboo Project food page. There's a uh, there's a post about it. And you can also go on the YouTube channel if you want to watch the most recent video about amaranth porridge or something that we eat. And it has 
carotenoids, which is a type of vitamin A. So like I said, it because now, see, now me personally, I want to know, hold on one second. Me personally, I want to know when you when it comes to vitamin A, what is the molecular makeup of vitamin A that's in animals and a vitamin A that's in plants? What? Yeah, because this is also similar to iron, the heme iron and the non-heme iron. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing that I feel like is kind of like a red sign, a red flag is the fact that the ones that come from da- um, dairy products and animals are the quickly usable types, mm-hmm. um, which makes it sound like it's it's better. It's better because your body can absorb it faster or whatever. And that's the same argument that they use for heme iron versus non-heme iron. And then I think something that's that to note is that the carotenoids, um, you're in that situation, your body is creating the retinol. So your body is creating vitamin A out of the carotenoids that's in the food. But the thing, the problem with that, I think, is because I feel like the beta carotene, whatever that is, can be synthetic as well. And then I think that's what causes problems. What, or what, what would be synthetic? Much. The beta? Mm, the beta carotene, because that's what's in carrots and that's what makes it that bright color. And carrot, carrots are problematic as well. So, okay, say that part again. What you just said, because I'm like, okay, before you finish, because uh, it says carotenoids. So that means there's multiple types of carotenoids. It says that carotenoids such as beta carotene. So then I would assume that there's more than one type of carotenoid. So now, see, like I said, we, now I have to find out. Okay, so write this down. Also, I, what I would like to start doing for you, Melissa, can you start? I don't know. We want to write this at different things that we've learned on the podcast. So at the end, I can say them all in a cohesive little uh, paragraph and let our audience know what we all learned today on this podcast. What happened? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because now, okay, carotenoids is spelled C-A-R-O-T-E-N-O-I-D-S. Um, and it's saying that they are different types. So again, like I said, I want to go deeper. When you say different types, what do you mean different types? That usually means on a molecular level, they are different. Now, I want to know what is different about them on a molecular level. Is there something in there that somebody made and that's why it's different? Why are they different? Is one better than the other? I need to know why they're different. I want to know why they say that one of them is, they say that the the vitamin A from animals is quickly usable for humans. I want to know why that is. Why is it easier for us to, to quote unquote, uh, I wouldn't say digest, but to utilize the vitamins from animals as opposed to ones from plants? I want to know that. These are the things I want to figure out. But is that a bad thing? Is what a bad thing? That you can utilize it faster, the quickly usable. That's what I said. I want to know why. I don't know. I think, I think it has to do with the... The problem with processed foods that's, that's something that's already highly digestible those are typically the problematic ones to you but um, and just because something takes longer to break down like the fiber with sugar it's probably for a reason and I feel like that's a, um, a plus that comes from plants because maybe you don't need retinol releasing in your body all at once very quickly or same thing with iron I guess maybe mm. there's a reason why you need to digest it at a certain rate I feel like I don't know. I feel like we're saying the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you. I'm, I don't know why you said that. I don't because I'm like I, I just I said that I don't. I want to know why. What the difference is. Yeah, but that's not a specific question. So those those are the specific things that pop into my head. What's not a specific question? You said you want to know what the differences 
Yeah, I want to know why that this one absorbs into your body quicker. But I'm saying that that might not be a problem. Why might not be? A, why might it not be a problem? Because we don't always need to absorb things very quickly. Like example, but wait, with hold sugars. on, wait, 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 wait. Okay, because that's, that's what I thought you were. That's how I feel you were saying. I don't. I did not. I don't. Okay. I'm not saying that the cartoons from plants are problematic because they absorb slower into your body. I'm not saying I'm not saying that you're saying that. I feel like that's how this article is worded. And that's how that's how it's worded to people because when I'll go to the a doctor and they'll do blood work on me and they'll tell me about my iron, um the last doctor I had, he was Russian, so he was very much against iron pills and everything like that. He wanted me to get the iron from my diet. Mm -hmm. And he would say um kind of the same thing like oh you know yeah you get iron from plants but you know you get the iron from the from the animals quicker like i feel like they discourage people from eating from trying to get the iron from plants and they discourage them by saying well you could this one absorbs faster because i don't think they're saying it for no reason yeah i don't know i'm curious i want to know why like i want to know why it absorbs faster in animals because i'm like there's a re there's there's a process that happens when it comes into your body that your body's breaking it down. So I'm like, something about the one that comes from the animals, your body is breaking it down quicker and absorbing it faster. I don't know if this is a good or I don't I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but it's something that's happening. And I'm like, okay, when I find out how it's happening, then I'll be able to decide whether I believe it's good or not. Um vitamin A helps with the transfer of light into nerve signals needed for vision. What do you mean? Because retinol is what is is in skincare, so people will buy retinol to put underneath their eyes to help with aging. Mm -hmm. you know, I wonder if, I, if that's why they call it a retina in your eyeball. Wow! See, that makes sense. That makes a lot. Of sense. Wow! So is that, bro? Is that why they say that carrots are good for you? Is because they yes, have retinol? That is why they said they said the eyesight thing. Yeah, because it's retinol, and that's why it's the retina, and they feel like okay, if there's retinol in it, it goes to your eye, and then. Jesus, Jesus. Uh, vitamin A helps with the transfer of light into nerve signals needed for vision. It is required for cell growth in the process of making stem cells into various kinds of cells. But listen, I need more amaranth in my diet. It helps with maintenance. What? Okay. It helps with maintenance of healthy urinary, respiratory, and intestinal tracts, as well as with controlling genes for structural proteins such as those in the skin. Also, shout out to Tim. He saw the video that we just posted on YouTube about amaranth porridge. He said he's going to try that. We listened about, we learned about amaranth today. Honestly, this could be put on the page about amaranth because this is stuff I need. Like I said, I want to know these things. Um, can you scroll down? Or is that it? Okay, so that was, that's vitamin A. Oh. Okay, go 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 to the go to the other one on the right. Wait, oh I don't know. I like both of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Facts, 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 facts. Do do that one, do that one. What's the next one? Uh, wait, 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 ooh, 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 ooh. wait, 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 oh, okay. But but maybe oh wait 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 wait. Because look what it says. It says several observation studies show that too much perform preformed vitamin A contained. Contained in animal-based food. That's why it's absorbed faster because it's already made, and it's it's like it's like the processed sugar. Because I'm like, why would y'all tell me to eat this stuff that's already made that's not made for my body? 
mm-hmm. instead of instead of me eating um, plants that would help my body to create its own. Mm-hmm. See, another thing too, another one of my theories is I feel like I just thought of this right now. Uh, I would call it a metaphor, analogy, metaphor, analogy. I always forget the, t- the definition between the difference between the two, between the two. Um, the problem with these ultra processed foods and these these uh these foods that come from animals and things like that is that it's like water, right? If you were thirsty and I said, hey, you want some water? Here you go. I'll give, give you a little cup of water. You'd be like, all right, cool. Thank you. No, I appreciate that. If I took a hose and sprayed you in your mouth with water, you probably wouldn't like that. If I took a fire hydrant, opened the fire hydrant up and then say, you thirsty? And then turned it on. You're like, but you said you wanted water. I'm like, yeah, bro, but I don't need that much. Like, I can't drink that much at the same time. I'm going to drown. But you told me you wanted water. I think that's how I'm looking at it when it comes to these types of different situations where it's like, yes, I need it. But I don't need it that fast, and I don't need that much of it right now. Gotta give my body time to process what you put inside it. Don't just be shooting water in my mouth and drowning me with five hydrants worth of water. But this, what is, what is this? Uh, so this is the different types of um, beta carotene. Oh, what? Yeah. 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 Beta car beta carotene is from a car is a type of carcinoid. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a oh it says right there it's a type of carcinoid found in many fruits and vegetables. You don't need beta carotene to survive, though it may help fight off certain diseases. Also, your body can 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 convert it to vitamin A, which you do need. Okay, can you scroll down? I feel like that was okay. Plant sources do not contain preformed vitamin A, but some do contain provitamin A carotenoid, which can be converted to retinol in your body. Carotenoids are the yellow-red pigments that give carrots, butternut squash, and cantaloupe their vibrant deep orange color. Two of those is, is the goats. Yeah, we eat a lot of butternut squash and cantaloupe. Um, no carrots, though. We don't fuck with the non-human or human fuck with food. There are five, oh, Jesus. There are 600 different carotenoids. But only three beta carotene, beta cryptozans, and alpha carotene, bam, can't pronounce none of these shits, can be converted to vitamin A. These three provide 25 to 35% of the, di- the dietary vitamin A consumed by adults in the United States. Hmm. Other nutritionally significant carotenoids, including lysopene, lutein, and zeaxanthine, may function as antioxidants or provide health benefits but cannot be converted to vitamin a remember antioxidants you want the antioxidants this goes back to we talked about before when you have the oxidizing uh when you have what is it when you have uh um what is it called when you have the uh the free radicals in your body this is mad different this is dull Hmm. It's kind of like the thing that you thought of, the fact-checking site. So mm-hmm. these are different specialists within the field that can answer the question. Mm. I want to read hers. This one? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I, I like the one that you just read, so that's why I skipped past it. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, you can go to the next one. I forgot this cantaloupe thing. 
beyond is the central function as a raw material vitamin A, often referred to as a provitamin A. Beta-carotene, carotene, carotene, I think I would say, carotene has many other health benefits. It's a powerful antioxidant capable of mopping up free radicals. I knew it. I'd be saying that. Antioxidants are helpful with free radicals because they give them another electron so that they don't go in your body and steal them. I'm on, I'm on my shit. And it's thought to reduce the risk of cardiovascular diseases, which are for the heart, right? Or is that blood? Okay. As well as several types of cancer. Research has linked higher blood levels of beta-carotene with lower levels of C-reactive protein. Uh, okay, we're getting too technical. Uh, other research has found that beta-carotene inhibits collagen breakdown ooh, and defends, don't know this word, epithelial cells against the kind of UV radiation that can lead to wrinkles and age spots, thus acting as a kind of internal sunscreen. So you want to, this helps with the collagen breakdown. You want to get, listen, eat your amaranth, right? Stop playing. Get you some amaranth. You can go. It inhibits collagen breakdown. You said it helps. I said it helps collagen breakdown? Yes. Okay. Get your amaranth. It inhibits collagen breakdown. <laughs> you don't want uh uh you don't want the collagen breaking down and you want to you want to defend your epithelial cells. I don't know what they are, but I think I feel like I do it because oh okay, boom. Epidermis is the prefix of epi oh jeez. Epi is the prefix epidermis, which usually means skin. So epithelial, if I had to guess, thelio, epi is skin. Oh, your inner skin, because I think thelio is on the inside. So probably like, 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 like they just said, it's for your, uh, what is it called? Your your UV light, no, your sunscreen for the inside of your body. Um, okay, what does this one say? Ooh, okay, this is a good one. There are several forms of vitamin A. The danger of overexposure applies to preformed vitamin A. It does not apply to products with naturally occurring high levels of carotenoids, which are vitamin A precursors. Hmm. For example, products that contain carrots or pumpkin, which are naturally high in carotenoids, may have a very high percentage of vitamin A, do, 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 but I consider it safe. See, some saying. This is what people, listen, if you don't know about, listen, this, this is the whole purpose of the Bamboo Project Food. We are trying to make, we're not, we're not there yet. We're getting there. Like I said, it's a, it's a process. We're trying to get to a point where we can just give you what you need. We can give you the information we need to, that you need to know so that you don't have to do what we're doing now. But if you're here now, you want to, you know, go along with us with the process, you could be here too. But at some point, we're going to have a book or we're going to have a video or something because now they're talking about relabels carefully to identify what form of vitamin A the product contains and the overall amount added. It's like, who wants to know that? But if you had a little book, imagine going to the store, right? With the Bamboo Project food book. And you're like, hmm, what that got in there? Go to page seven that says vitamin A. Okay, I'm on page seven, vitamin A. This says, this is the, oh no, I can't eat that. Oh, I can't eat that. Oh, I can, what, y'all got this? And then you just buy that. Now imagine a little book like that. Or even a little, I, I, I think a book, I like the book idea better. Yeah, app, app, app could work too. We have to listen. Bamboo Project Food app. We walk. We working on that. It started today. We came up with the idea today. Melissa said the app. We doing that. We gonna have an app. Some at some point for information about this. So you can go on the app. You like yo. 
I need to know vitamin A. It's going to be there. It's going to be real short and simple so that you can go to the grocery store and buy food that can help you to be able to pick what you need to eat so that you don't get sick. You're not dying. Your leg not falling off. You need none of that stuff. You want to be able to have sex? Listen, there was a point in my time in my life, right? Where I remember I was trying to have sex. My dick was not getting hard. I'm like, I don't know why this is happening. My shit just don't be getting up. I'd be like, damn, I must be gay because obviously I'm out here with these bitches and I... It has to be. I'm like, damn, I missed that shot. I must be gay. Like, how did I miss that layup? It's because I'm gay. That's it. So I'm out here. And I'm like, it don't make no sense. I'm, I'm with the girl. We're about to have sex. I want to have sex, but my dick is just not getting up. Or I will be, there have been times I'll be fucking the girl. I get soft in the middle. Somebody has told me before, like, oh, maybe the girl's not interesting or whatever. But I'm like, bruh. Don't get off the bed. Yeah. Listen, stop playing. I sleep on that. Um... Yeah, so like I said, I used to not be getting hard. And I used to take pills. Like, you go to like the little store in the corner. You get the hard dick pills. They be working, too. It'd be hard for three hours. Dick be hard, all crazy and shit. And it's just super hard. But once I started changing my diet, I never had... I have I have never had a problem with my dick being hard since I changed my diet. Not one time have I ever been like, damn, I wish, I hope, I want. It never happened. So I'm like, listen, change your diet. It, it fix your life. Oh, yeah, and my cum tastes good, too. So it's like at the end of the day, you want your girl to, to you know swallow. Then you have to at the end, of the day, you have to make sure that you that. And you know what's crazy? I be wondering. I kind of do, but I kind of don't. Like I want to know how like how what you eat affects your cum. Like how does it actually get to there? But I've been told that my uh, my you know stuff tastes delicious. So I'm just I've heard it tastes sweet and delicious. Like like frosted flakes okay frosted she's lying and she told me she was like oh it tastes like frosted flakes i'm like damn i got the fruit the fruity pebbles the fruit loops um but yeah so how much time we got left i'm about to end this soon okay so i think that can you go to is there another page like I said, we're trying to, we, like I said, the format I'm, I'm doing right now, obviously we talked earlier, you know, we now, we had our own conversation about my life update and what I plan to do going forward. We had a little bit of talk about food, you know, hopefully got a little something, something in there. Remember, get your vitamin A, but not from the the animals because we're we going to fact check this, but do it yourself too. That's one of the things in Bamboo Project. We want everybody to also do their own research as well, but you got a, a direction from us. The direction from us is vitamin A. Look into why it's better to get it from plants as opposed to animals. What we just read is that is because it's the same thing we talked about last week with the fiber. You don't need an overrush of vitamin A going into your system. Now, I'm curious why that fucks your body up, too. There's a lot of questions I got. I got a whole lot of questions. I'm going to be looking into this stuff. Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of questions, a whole lot of, a whole lot of questions. And what I need to start doing, this is what I need to start doing. I need to make sure that on the next week, because that's another thing, too. Okay, boom, here we go. Two things. Last week, I didn't listen to the podcast uh, after I posted it, right? Problem number one, because when I do that, it doesn't allow me to work and make the podcast better. And two, it does not allow me to answer the question that I asked myself during the podcast. Therefore, again, not making the podcast better. So because of that, when I watch the podcast now, because I'm not going to work, because like I said, I got a long fuck work, fuck that shit. Now I can watch the podcast. I can actually get better. I can answer the question. So on an episode playback next week, you can actually see, oh, vitamin a has this in it this is why vitamin a is not good for you it's better if you have vitamin a from plants because the molecular structure does this and that that's what you want to do right so 
I'm gonna try and get this podcast back. Like I said, episode twenty three. We just can't. St- we we not even get started yet. We still in the we we like on the starting line. Like I know it's twenty three episodes in. Y'all probably think supposed to be. Listen, we 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 haven't even scratched the surface yet. When you start seeing us post on every project page consistently, or at least eighty percent of the pages consistently, and our page consistently, and we have a YouTube channel, listen, you're gonna be like, damn, this they, they really moving. I know, I know. Trust me, it's coming. So with that being said. Uh, today we learned that vitamin A uh, is has two types. It's in plants and animals, and it's usually easily digestible if it's from animals, which may not be a good thing. Um, we also learned that vitamin A helps with your eyesight because it has something called retinol, which is similar to your eyes. Remember, retina. They have retinol and vitamin A. Um, we don't eat broccoli because it is not man it is man-made we don't like man-made foods especially especially the ones that are 10 15 20 generations away from the actual plant that it came from like y'all just fucking around at this point i don't even know what this is it's not even a plant no more i don't even know how this grow y'all have to like pee on the dirt to make it grow i'm not eating that shit i don't want that so we learned that we don't eat broccoli because of that we also don't eat cauliflower and like i said remember remember what i said before you start looking, you start learning these things, you start seeing like, damn, why did they choose these foods to make this so-called new uh, uh, plant-based diet off of? Why did they choose cauliflower? Why is it that cauliflower is supposed to be the new uh, chicken nuggets and a new uh, hamburger meat? Why did they do that? Hmm? Ask, ask yourself these questions. And while you ask yourself these questions, I'm making the podcast better for you guys. All right. Bamboo Project out. Oh, one more thing. I forgot. Yeah, I thought I, you thought I forgot. Follow me on Instagram, Donovan Gray, D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y, and my beautiful girlfriend, Anita Byrne, A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. And go look at all our social medias in the description below. Bamboo Project out.